Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Welcome to today's episode of Project Management Insights. Today you'll find another snippet from the conversation that I had with Jason Scott, the author of It's Never Just Business, It's About People. And we were talking about accountability. Jason and I had had a conversation prior to starting the interview in which he spoke to me about the content of the book. And I guess it's one of those things when I speak to authors, for me, it's about how their views and the way that they talk about things, whether that resonates with me and resonates with what I know of, of being a project manager and whether therefore I think it will be a value for you to learn from this person. I don't just accept everybody that asks to be uh, a part of my podcast because for me it's about bringing you quality content. And Jason, as I'd said earlier, Jason and I really resonated in the way that we see project management and the approach to project management. And so we've been having this great conversation about accountability. So let me just tip you into this conversation with Jason and I about accountability. You, you spoke to me earlier about accountability and I'm, and I'm really interested in if you'd talk to me some more about your view of accountability and, and what it is to create accountability, be, be accountable, you know, t- tell me about it. So your audience just cringed, uh, <laughs> like everyone does when somebody says accountability or brings up accountability. And you know what's what's really interesting if in exploring accountability, which is something I've spent spent an enormous amount of time doing, it, it, this this we we get a bad taste for it in childhood. So we're 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 these these toddlers. You know we've just started walking. We're getting into things, and so our parents. Um, have to set boundaries. And when we don't listen, when we don't accept that we can't climb that wall or that fence, often they'll they'll employ a punishment or a consequence, right? My yeah. parents called it punishment, which is less healthy, uh, I think, than consequence. However, nobody likes either one of those things, right? So um, as as we grow then and we become teenagers, we're, we're introduced to these words accountability and responsibility, which are really relative to uh, boundaries and consequences. And, mm-hmm. and so we, we just grow up seeing these things as negative, but we get it that our parents hopefully just wanted the best for us. And, and so they, you know, they, they just were trying to help us grow into healthy adults, but it was, it was clearly a necessary evil. And if you've ever been a parent, um, you said, right, you have a son, yeah. uh, I've got a, a five-year-old daughter and a seven-year-old son, like, it's terrible. It breaks my heart when I have to do these things. And I remember my mom telling me, and my dad telling me, it hurts me more than it hurts you. And I remember thinking, no way. No. <laughs> and now I get it. It probably doesn't hurt me more than it hurts them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe. My dad used to spank me. My kids, not so much. But, um, you know, the idea is we grow up feeling it's a necessary evil. And then we get into a situation uh, in, as an adult where we might be responsible for a team. And so because nobody wants to do this, everybody looks to the manager or the executive, right? Well, we'll let them do it because, you know, ultimately, if they don't, nobody's going to do it and we're really going to fail as a team, right? So 
we leave it to the manager, the executive or the leader. And so what happens often is we're reluctant, which really is failing your team member. Leadership isn't about like, we don't need to be the best leader we can be when things are awesome, when things are easy, when everything's going according to plan, right? When, when a team needs their leader to be strong is often when something uncomfortable needs to be pointed out, right? When somebody's missing the mark. And this is, this is where I think accountability is interesting. None of us like to do it. Okay. But at the same time, have you ever had that conversation where, where you, you did something and it, it had, a, it had a bad ending and you were sharing it with one of your friends and they said to you, I knew that was going to happen. And yep. we've all had that happen. And if we haven't had that happen, we saw it on TV. Okay. And, and you, you're, you're gutted, you're wretched. You're like, well, what? Why didn't you tell me? You feel let down, almost betrayed. Well, mm-hmm. that's the same as a leader not saying anything. You're literally letting your teammate down because all accountability is 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 knowing that you're off track and bringing the team back to the goal, right? In fact, mistakes are how we learn, right? Mistakes are progress, and nobody wants to make a mistake. Pe- when people work. They want to be successful. Like nobody is like, I'm going to do a terrible job. No, in fact, most of the time when you work out a roadmap to accomplishing something with one of your team members and they go away, work a couple of days, come back and put it in front of you. And you're like, yeah, that's not what I asked for. They're gutted. They feel terrible. Right. So in that moment, you can you can employ accountability, like hold them accountable, which almost sounds like you're accosting someone, right? (laughs) And be judgmental or recognize that you had a role in that. Where was the communication breakdown, right? So at the end of the day, accountability as a leader, helping people stay accountable is one, setting up accountability from the beginning, making sure that they understand by asking questions around what do they understand? Hey, we just talked about this thing. Um, what, What are your next steps? And more importantly, like, do you see how this achieves the goal or impacts the business or the team positively? Explore what they understand. Explore what they're going to do. You're setting them up for success and then ask for a commitment. <clears throat> when, okay, when can you have this done? Or can you have it done by this date, right? Ask for it and allow them to say no. And this is probably one of the... Um, the biggest things in accountability, if no isn't an option, and in a lot of organizations it's not, you can't count on yes. Yeah. Ultimately, no has to be an option in order to count on yes. And what we're really looking for as leaders is not perfection, it's predictability. The idea being, if you ask someone, do you understand, can you do it by this time? And they say no, we'll explore that. Why? What else do you have going on? And you know what? If ultimately what they're they're pointing out is that these are the things you two feel are a, pri- a higher priority, then you have two choices. Allow them to push the commitment so they've renegotiated or give it to somebody else, yep. right? But if somebody says, yes, I can have that done on Thursday, nobody but them is working on it. You're probably teeing up things that will need to happen after that's done on Thursday. Yep. So you're expecting it to get done on Thursday. And when they show up, if it's not done, you've lost time that you can never get back, right? So enabling people to say no, yes, no, renegotiate. I understand that you want it on Thursday. Can I get it to you on Friday? Allows for a super healthy discussion and enables predictability and enables you to be able to count on yes. So when they say yes, you'll get it on Thursday, right? So all the things that need to happen after, 
can move forward. If they say no, you can negotiate or assign it to somebody else. And when they say yes, you can count on that you're going to get it on Thursday. But if somebody says yes and really meant no because no wasn't safe and you don't get it on Thursday, you never get that time back. And really what you're doing is you're, you're creating a toxic environment where there's no trust. You don't trust them, but guess what? They don't trust you or they would have said no. Absolutely. And so ultimately, a leader's willingness to provide critical feedback timely, right? Like the first time, not when you're frustrated because you ignored it the first 10 times. Uh Now you're going to act out of anger and Mm. you're not going to get a good result, right? And by the way, when you're acting out of anger, you're acting out of your self-interest. You're not playing for the individual on the team. Uh Playing for the individuals on your team means giving rich, frequent feedback in the moment And your willingness to do that, even if it feels weird because of our relationship with accountability from a childhood, think about it. Our willingness to do something that's hard, say something that might be uncomfortable for the benefit of another human being is generous and kind. And that's that's how I'd like to encourage people to start looking at accountability as, as not a necessary evil, as something that's generous and kind. It's a gift. Your willingness to be uncomfortable, to serve another Mm is is ultimately generous. Absolutely, absolutely. And and for me, this steps into that space of um, what, what I've come to learn is about an honest no. So if they give you a yes that's really a no, they're not being honest and truthful. And as you said, I mean, that's trust-based because they're believing that, you know, something's going to happen if they say no rather than realising that you're there to support the overall team outcome, getting to that goal. And in my world, there are no mistakes. There are only mistakes. Oh, that's funny. I like that a lot. Yeah. Hyphenated, right? Because as you said rightly earlier, we learn from mistakes. Right. We learn, we usually learn a lot from a mistake. We tried this. Oh, it didn't work. Okay, so how can we readjust and, you know, what else do we need to do? Who do we need to talk to? And, I mean, it then takes a totally different perspective on the right and wrong that's normally associated with a mistake. Right. And it, if you think about it, um, it falls in line with the agile principle of being able to fail early or fail fast, right? Uh So if we learn from mistakes, the quicker we can make those mistakes, learn from those mistakes, move on to the next iteration, the quicker we're going to get a good result, the quicker we're going to innovate. If mistakes aren't safe, you're you're dragging out the time to an outcome or a result, if if ever. So what did you get or take out from this conversation with Jason about accountability what I was fascinated with was the connection that Jason made between accountability and predictability. And what I heard him speak about was the fact that when our team, when there's a lot of trust in the team, there's an ability for people to feel comfortable making mistakes, that they're comfortable in giving you an honest no when something, when they're not going to be able to complete something in a certain time, then this all helps with predictability and that therefore accountability and predictability go hand in hand for us as project managers. 
So do you notice that you have predictability with the responses or the outcomes that you're receiving from your team members? Do you notice that they give you what we talk about here as an honest no? Are they fully honest in being able to say to you, yes, I can complete this by X amount of time? Or do you find they do exactly what Jason talks about and give you an honest no or a, a dishonest no, a, a no, a no, a yes, sorry, a dishonest yes, a yes, when it's not really a yes, and therefore it creates problems for you and you end up with timing issues and delays with your project deliverables so it might be worthwhile paying attention to these sorts of things and going back to this conversation and and understanding well what's happening in terms of your conversation are you not clear about your directions up front are you not open to negotiating an outcome and hearing an honest no from that person on your team if it's really true for them that they aren't able to deliver it exactly when you want it Some more things to ponder this week in this episode of Project Management Insights. Hopefully you're gaining some extra knowledge and information and insight into how to be a better project leader, what that's actually looking like, and how important this people management aspect and clear communication is to you and the overall success of your project. All right, I'm leaving it there. So I will talk to you again next week for another episode of Project Management Insights. Please leave me any comments. And if you have any topics that you want covered here, please drop me a note at Karen at Project Management Insight or comment on Twitter or Facebook or send me that direct email. And I will certainly cover that topic in upcoming episodes of Project Management Insights. Till next week. Happy project managing. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training.